Amen. Thank you, uh, Robin Castillo Balitan. Yes. I want to make sure I, <laughs> I pronounce that correctly. Thank you again to my uh, good and godly son-in-law. Iba talaga pagka ang nag-aayos ng IT natin, inaayos niya pati mukha ko rito. But kidding aside, thank you again Church for being here in our Wednesday night prayer meeting. And just like what Pastor Jenna mentioned a while ago, this is actually the last Wednesday for the month of September. My goodness, can you imagine that? It is now almost Christmas once again. And um, wow, it is really something. Again, um, this Wednesday, tonight, Wednesday night prayer meeting feels a little bit different because uh, obviously we know for a fact that our beloved and dear pastor, uh, Pastor Max, uh, already is gone. I mean, last uh, 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 Friday and Saturday funeral service for our beloved Pastor Max. Uh, we call it a celebration of his life and his uh, wonderful legacy left behind. But for some reason, um, a part of me doesn't feel like celebrating. Uh, I don't know about you, but uh, it feels a little bit different that Pastor is gone. I mean, I, I still couldn't believe that he is gone right now. I mean, I I'm still thinking that he's just somewhere here. You know, but um, it, it is really something, I mean, and I did mention when I was, uh, you know, speaking uh, before the song leading that uh, I really appreciate Pastor Max because every time it's my birthday, and I'm sure your birthday too, he always calls me and greets me happy birthday. And uh, Pastor, I just wanted you to know, come July of 2022, please don't call me anymore. Because when you call me, I will not answer the phone. I'm just kidding. But obviously, I appreciate Pastor Max. I appreciate all the things that he has done. It is really wonderful to have a pastor who started Bergen Bible Baptist Church. And I know for a fact that one of these days, all of us will be, you know, obviously, we will go home with the Lord. Uh, we always say that, but it's different when it actually happens. It feels a little bit different, although we know that one day we will go home with the Lord. It feels different, especially if it's obviously our beloved uh, Pastor Max. But then again, we have to accept the fact that we just have to move on, and we know for a fact that uh, Pastor Max now is enjoying his fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ right now. We know that for a fact. It is not something that we were thinking. If it is, we know that for a fact because of this holy word. We know that that pastor is now enjoying his fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen to that. So going to our lesson, which actually um, um, reminds me, and you know, and because this is the month that pastor have uh, obviously gone with the Lord, I wanted to um, remember and dedicate and honor this message to Pastor Max. Um, without him, when I, uh, I just do, uh, obviously a lot of people are uh, w watching maybe uh, online, and uh, the people here, uh, our brothers and sisters in Christ. Uh, um, uh, I got saved in California, you all know that, but when I migrated, when I flew over to the East Coast, 
I had the uh, uh, wonderful opportunity to see the van of uh, Bergen. I, during that time, it is Bergen, not Bergen Bible, but uh, Bergen Bible Baptist. No, well, there's no Baptist yet during that time, right? Yeah. So I was really, really, um, uh, you know, uh, careful because obviously I was uh, saved by a Baptist preacher in California. So I wanted to make sure that the church that I was really joining in New Jersey at that time is a Baptist church. So that it, I remember specifically the first time I saw and spoke with Pastor Max. I don't even know the name of Pastor during that time. Obviously, it's my first time. My first question to him is, is this a Baptist church? And he said, yes. And praise God. And that actually introduced me, my faith, to a pastor. And um, also, uh, he wanted to make sure that I am saved. So he asked me a question. Uh, uh, Brother Glenn, uh, how do you know that you are saved? Because obviously, Pastor Max wanted to make sure that my faith is in accordance with the Baptist faith. So I, I answered him, I am saved. I know I am saved because I have accepted Jesus Christ as my personal Lord and Savior. And Pastor Max said, Amen to that. So and that is the start of my growth. And that is the start also of the things that I have learned about the Bible through Pastor Max. And one of the things that he mentioned during, uh, during the time that I am very new in the Christian faith is this. Brother Glenn, we are a small church, but we need to be excellent in our ministry. And so the title of our message tonight, as I dedicate and honor Pastor Max, is Excellence in the Ministry. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, once again, Lord, we thank you for allowing us to be gathered for our Wednesday night prayer meeting. Thank you, Lord, for allowing me to expound this message, which was brought to my attention in my early, early days as a Christian. And I was honored to be taught by Pastor Max about striving to be excellent in the ministry, for we are serving the Lord of Lords and King of Kings. Lord, thank you for your love, and thank you, Lord, for the ministry, the life, and the legacy of our dear pastor, Pastor Max Mendoza. We pray, Lord, and we know, Lord, that he is now enjoying your fellowship in heaven. We dedicate this message to him. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. So again, po, ang ating message is about excellence in the ministry. So ang ginawa ko, I just uh, took the liberty of checking sa Google na naman. Ano ba ibig sabihin pag sinabing excellence? So I, there's a lot, if you Google the word excellence, there's a lot of meanings under the word excellence. But there are two things here that stands out. And I'll read it to you. Excellence is the gradual result of always striving to do better. Another meaning of excellence that I really like is excellence is not a skill. It is an attitude. Time and time again, maraming nagsasabi po, kailangan you have all the qualities to be an excellent. Well, the Bible actually disagrees with that. 
Excellence is something else, most especially when it comes to the ministry of our Lord Jesus Christ. But let's go first to our key text for tonight. I want you to open your Bibles with me in Malachi 1, and we will open also. Let me also open my Bible there, right there. The first chapter, and let me read verses 6, and I believe we'll go all the way to 14. Malachi 1, 6 to 14. The Lord actually rebukes the priest. Verse 6, a son honoreth his father, and a servant his master. If then I be a father, where is mine honor? And if I be a master, where is my fear? Said the Lord of hosts unto you, O priest that despise my name, and ye say, Wherein have we despised thy name? Ye offer polluted bread upon mine altar, and ye say, Wherein have we polluted thee? In that ye say, The table of the Lord is contemptible. And if ye offer the blind for sacrifice, is it not evil? And if ye offer the lame and sick, is it not evil? Offer it now unto thy governor, where he pleased with, this, with thee, or accept thy person, said the Lord of hosts. And now, I pray you, beseech God that he will be gracious unto us. This hath been by your means. Will, will he regard your persons, said the Lord of hosts. Who is there even among you that would shut the doors for naught? Neither do ye kindle fire on mine altar for naught. I have no pleasure in you, said the Lord of hosts. Neither will I accept an offering at your hand. For from the rising of the sun even unto the going down of the, of the same, my name shall be great among the Gentiles. And in every place incense shall be offered unto my name, and a pure offering for my name shall be great among the heathen, said the Lord of hosts. But ye have profaned it, in that ye say, The table of the Lord is polluted, and the fruit thereof, even his meat, is contemptible. Ye said also, Behold, what a weariness is it! And ye have snapped at it, said the Lord of hosts, and ye brought that which was torn, and the lame, and the sick, thus ye brought an offering. Should I accept these of your hands, said the Lord. But cursed be the deceiver which had in his flock a meal, and vowed, and sacrificed unto the Lord a corrupt thing. For I am a great king, said the Lord of hosts, and my name is dreadful among the heathen. Wow. A lot of verses, a lot of meaning, a lot of things that we need to consider why we need to be excellent in our ministry, more particularly in Bergen Bible Baptist Church. Let me start with a illustration. Recently, a church in a North Carolina town had a food bank drive and Christmas toy collection. Malapit po mag-Christmas, so ito na ginamit ko. For families in need, they, they were actually doing some uh, you know, f- uh, food bank drive and uh, they are trying to collect a lot of toys for families that uh, may need it. Boxes were placed around the church at the beginning of the holiday season to collect canned goods and toys for children. 
Unfortunately, it seems that some of the people in the church wanted the food and toys to go to only, listen to this, white minority families and children. And when they learned that all the recipients, that most of the recipients, I mean, would be Hispanic and black minorities, they quickly spread the word among the members of the church. And this is what happened. The Christmas gifts, which actually ended up getting collected, as a result, served as a full embarrassment of all Christianity. Why? Because the canned goods that were collected and the toys that were collected were open jars of peanut butter, broken toys that cannot be played with by children, torn clothes, stale boxes of crackers, and even old, black, old uh, boxes of flour. Imagine the worthlessness these needy people felt when they received these Christmas gifts. These are worthless junk. Imagine going from the expectation of having a great Christmas for your children who are in need to the horror of receiving what they received. Second-rate gifts for second-rate people. And that was the message that was sent by this church. Can you imagine that? In Malachi 1, just like what we read, it is recorded how the people of Israel were guilty of bringing this kind of damaged gifts to the Lord. They had taken their imperfect goods, their imperfect second-rate stuff, their leftovers, and wrapped them up in an attractive package, but to no avail, these are all junks. In the Old Testament, offering sacrifices was part of worship, and God had given strict guidelines regarding the animals that could be offered in sacrifice. One of the most important guidelines was that the sacrificial animal must be unblemished with no physical ailments and no defects. The problem is that these are precisely the kind of animals that the typical Israelite family would want to keep for themselves. As an Israelite, there would exist in your life in attention and temptation to keep the best members of the flock to yourself and to bring only the second best to the Lord. Unfortunately, the Israelites on many occasions gave in to that temptation. God was not fooled, and we see his anger displayed in the text that we just read. In other words, God is not expecting second-rate ministry from us Christians. We need to give the best. We are serving the Lord of Lords and the King of Kings. Why would we settle for less? It is clear that God doesn't settle for second best. In light of that fact, we have the following core value for our church that we need to live by. So I'm going to share with you uh, three Truths only. We believe that excellence. We believe that excellence honors God and inspires people. Amen. Now honor po natin ang Panginoon every time that we give our excellence. 
And not only that God is being inspired, we also actually inspires the people, the members, and the people around who may not know yet the Lord Jesus Christ, but they are inspired because they see the testimony of the Christian people trying to give their best. Amen. So let's consider three truths about excellence in the ministry. Tato lang po. Number one, let me start. We just read in, uh, in, in verse 8, actually, Malachi 1, 8. Alam na natin to. The message which God is trying to get across here to the Israelites and to us right now is that bringing our acceptable, I repeat, our acceptable sacrifices and offering to Him is not, I repeat, is not optional. So number one is excellence is essential. Hindi po ito optional. It is an essential part of our Christian life to give the excellence, whatever excellence we have in our life, to give it to the Lord. Imagine, let me just give you an example. Malayu pa ang pagbabayad ng taxes natin. But imagine for a fact that uh, what would happen if we approach the IRS next year with a blemished sacrifice. When I say blemished sacrifice, you're not paying the amount or the taxes due that you're supposed to pay with the IRS. What would the IRS feel and what would the IRS do if you do that? I mean, obviously, something will happen. I mean, the, 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 the IRS will hound you. People always have a tendency not to give their best. Maybe on a secular basis, but in terms of ministry, our Lord Jesus Christ always asks us to give us, to give Him the best. Maraming na po tayo mga pastors na nagpunta dito. And a lot of them have also preached that we need to, to give our best to the Lord. But for some reason, some of us still doesn't do that. And this is just a kind reminder right here. Try presenting a half-hearted effort. Compare natin sa pinagtatrabuhan mo. If you don't do your best, what will happen? Baka mamaya, mabigyan ka ng pink slip. Di ba? Lalo ngayon, pag hindi ka pala nagpapakuna ngayon. Narinig ko lang sa news. Up to Friday na lang. If you don't have your first vaccination, that's it. Do not report for work on Monday, according to Mayor de Blasio. Try presenting a blemished effort to your teacher. Hindi kasi siguro magkakaroon ng magandang grades. And if you're playing a sport, try to present yourself in a blemished effort also in terms of whatever sport you play. Basketball, soccer, you know, gymnastics. You need to give your best. Ganun din po sa Panginoon Diyos. It's the same thing. Kababasa lang natin kanina, I have no pleasure in you, says the Lord of hosts, and I will not accept an offering from your hand. Sinabi dito, excellence in ministry is essential because it is a reflection of what God has done for us through the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen? Tingnan natin ha, magbasa tayo ng konti ng mga verses dito. Ano sinabi dito sa Romans? Palagay ko, memorize na ng mga babae ito eh. Romans 3.25. Tingnan lang natin ha. Masaya ko nga dito. 
Let's read some verses right here. Um, Romans 3, 25. Whom God had set forth to be a propitiation to faith in his blood, to declare his righteousness for the remission of sins that are passed through the forbearance of God. Yeah. Isa pa. Sa Hebrews naman. Tingnan natin. Ang sinabi dito, Hebrews 10.10. Uh, Bible says right here, by the which will we are sanctified through the offering of the body of Jesus Christ once for all. So, kailangan talaga. Kasi, can you imagine, ginawa sa atin ng Panginoon to? Everything we do in ministry is an act of appreciation for what God has done for us through His Son, the Lord Jesus Christ. Consider some of the ways the Bible tells us God expects us to sacrifice to Him in an excellent way. Sa papanong paraan. Again, puta na naman tayo sa mga verses natin. And then, ito, Romans. Again, very, ano na ito? Very, very familiar verses para makita natin. Ano sinabi dito? Romans 12, di ba? 1 and 2, I beseech you therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that ye present your bodies a living sacrifice, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. And be not conformed to this word, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind, that ye may prove that is that good, what is that good, and acceptable and perfect will of God. Very familiar verses atin. Philippians 4.18, tignan natin. Um, uh, natin. Philippians sana okay Philippians 4:18 But I have all and abound I am full having received of Epaphroditus the things which were sent from you an odor of a sweet smell a sacrifice acceptable, well-pleasing to God. Diba? Hebrews 13. Tingnan natin. Ano sinabi naman sa Hebrews 13? Yeah. Share ko lang sa inyo itong mga verses na ito para mapatunayan natin that everything we do in the ministry is an act of appreciation. So God expects us to do the same. Hebrews 13. Okay, tingnan natin. 15 and 16. By Him, therefore, let us offer the sacrifice of praise to God continually. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to His name. But to do good and to cum communicate, forget not, for which such sacrifice God is well pleased. Amen. And marami pa pong verses, pero obviously because of time constraints, hindi na natin naalahatin niya. Pero these things, everything we do in the ministry is an act of appreciation. Sa dami na ginawa ng Panginoon Diyos sa atin, siguro mga dapat tayo magpasalamat, di po ba? And, and, and sinabi rin sa 1 Peter 2.5, You yourselves like living stones are being built up as a spiritual house to be a holy priesthood to offer spiritual sacrifices acceptable to God through Jesus. When we summarize these verses, marami pa pong verses yan, we find that God requires excellence in ministry. I repeat, requires excellence in the ministry through paano paraan through our physical bodies through the transformation of our minds 
in maybe our financial giving, in our praise and worship assemblies, and in sharing and doing good for other people. In every area of ministry, whether it is preaching, teaching, playing instrument, singing for the Lord, shoveling the sidewalks on the snow, cleaning our carpets, visiting the sick, witnessing, giving financially, or any other area in the church. Kasama po yan sa ini-expect ng Panginoon na bigyan natin ng excellence. God expects us to give Him the best that we got to offer because excellence is an essential part of a Christian life. Amen. I will never forget, bago pa lang po ako sa ministry noon, bago pa lang ako sa Christian faith. Nababanggit palagi ni Pastor yan. Sa mga preaching na, nung una pa, mga 20 plus years ago na po yan, laging binabanggit ni Pastor. We need to be excellent in our ministry because we are serving the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. Amen. So number two, number two, and I'd like you to open your Bibles with me in Exodus 30. Number two, Exodus 30. Tignan natin. Kung sinabi ng banal na kasulatan? Ano sinabi dito? Exodus 30. Ito na. Exodus 30. And let me read verse 1 to 5. The altar of incense. Now, siguro tatanungin nyo, ano kinalaman dito, Brother Glaze Excellence? Well, I'll, I'll, I will explain to you. And thou shalt make an altar to burn incense upon of sheet in which so would shalt thou make it. A cubit shall be the length thereof, and a cubit the breadth thereof. Four square shall it be, and two cubits shall be the height thereof. The horns thereof shall be of the same. And thou shalt overlay it with pure gold, the top thereof, and the sides thereof round about, and the horns thereof. And thou shalt make unto it a crown of gold round about. And two golden rings shalt thou make to it under the crown of it. By the two corners thereof, about the two sides of it, shalt thou make it. And there shall be four places for the staves to bear it withal. And verse 5. And thou shalt make these staves of sheeting wood and overlay them with gold. Anong ibig sabihin yan? Number two. In our quest for excellence in the ministry. is because excellence, the Lord is saying... Excellence is attainable. Hindi po ito imposible. Because some of the members or some of our Christian, uh, you know, Christian believers, brothers in Christ, they, Brother Glenn, I cannot do excellence because I, I, I don't have the qualities. Now remember, in one of my messages, the Lord is looking at you not as a nobody, but as a somebody. Lahat po tayo binilihan ng Panginoon Diyos ng kanya-kanyang talent. It is very possible that some people are reluctant, sinabi dito, to bring God their best because they feel they are inferior. They feel that they are not good enough. Someone has said, alam niyo yung mga tao, and I don't know if you will agree with me, the only thing that you do na almost perfect, ito applicable sa lahat ng tao, now you are trying to be perfect, you are trying to be excellent. Yung pang nag-fill up ka ng application form for job. Gusto mo walang mali. Gusto mo perfect. Tama ba ako mali? 
lalo na pag ganyan talaga kailangan kailangan mo ng trabaho when you fill up the job application form lahat binabasa mo dalawang ulit tatlong ulit just to make sure it's perfect eh, ba't di natin magawa sa Panginoon di ba? unang-una siya nagbigay ng trabaho sa atin the truth is God is not looking for perfection in our ministries He is looking for us to give Him the absolute best that we can offer. Amen. So, hindi naman pala hinahanap ng Panginoon Diyos yung perfect. Kasi obviously, wala naman perfect eh. Nobody is perfect except the Lord Jesus Christ. Kahit na anong galing mo, meron pa rin imperfection na natitira sa'yo. At kahit sabihin na natin kulang lang yung talent mo, kung yun lang ang kaya mong ibigay, that is the best that the Lord appreciates. Amen? Kaya nga, yung mga kasama natin, sinasabi, eh, wala akong boses. Hindi ako pwede kumanta. Sa totoo lang, kami ni Brother Eric, ang dami na namin narinig kumanta rito, di ba? Pag kumakanta, parang pag bumabagyo sa Philippines, yung, yung nasisira yung mga yero sa, ano, sa bubong, ganun ang boses nila. Pero it's okay. Because yun lang kaya nila eh. But they're offering it to the Lord. Hindi ibig sabihin na pangit ang boses mo. Hindi, nakakahiya. Okay lang yun. Because that is what the Lord has given you. Hanggang doon lang ang binigay sa'yo. Pero that is your best. And the Lord appreciates it. Kaya pagdasal natin, Sister Cora, ha? Para ano na? <laughs> Now, sinabi rin dito, incense, sinabi, yung kababasa lang natin, Um, God says that incense is an acceptable offering. Incense was a mixture of aromatic spices and in the book of Exodus, a very specific formula was given to the priest for the mixing of incense. Incense for the offering was composed of equal parts of four of the finest spices available to the Israelites. One of those spices being frankincense, the valuable spice which the Magi brought to the infant Jesus, Frankincense was relatively rare and very valuable, but it was available to the Israelites so that God, so that's what God required of them. Kasi available. There's a passage in the book. Ito na nga, binasa na nga natin sa Exodus. This is a portion of the instructions which God gave regarding the construction of the altar. Kita niyo na, may mga sukat pa, di ba? The Ark of the Covenant and the Tabernacle. Throughout this passage that we just read, And for several chapters following in the book of Exodus, God insists on the finest materials. Hindi nyo napansin, iniinsist niya, finest materials, kamabasa lang natin, di ba? The best material for the building of His altar and dwelling place. But there's one building material in this list that doesn't quite belong. Ano yun? It's the acacia wood. Sa Philippines, natawag yata, acacia. Di ba? Sa English ba? Acacia. Uh, sa atin, acacia. Yeah. Acacia was not the finest and the best. It was the best wood available to the Israelites at that time. But better wood could easily be found. Acacia wood is described by one authority as a gnarled, rock-barked, thorny wood. Another note that acacia or acacia was of limited use in construction during that time because it is not the best during that time. The wood of choice in that era is not acacia, but guess what? Huh? Cedar. 
cedar ba o cedar? Sinabi dito, cedar was used by the ancient Egyptians to build beautiful monuments and beautiful temples. In fact, there's a record from the 6th century of BC of the Pharaoh, Amasis, actually tearing down a monument made from acacia wood and rebuilding it with the cedar wood. Ginamit nila ito pala pinakamaganda during that time. Cedar was used for the temple roofs and palace doors of Greece and Rome. And if you look up the word cedar in the Bible concordance, you'll find that as you get in the most prosperous period of the kingdom of Israel, under the reign of Solomon, the reverence to cedar would get more and more frequent. Can you imagine yung pala ang pinakamaganda? But sinabi rin dito, isn't it good to know that God didn't require the best of the best. Bakit? But rather was content with the best of what they could offer at that time. Ganon din po sa atin. Hindi naman, hindi naman kailangan na ang boses mo para kasi Gary Balenciano. Diba? Hindi naman kailangan ang boses mo para kasi Whitney Houston. Okay lang. So matter of fact, uh, me personally and my wife, we, we always appreciate all the singing, all the, uh, uh, lahat ng mga kumakanta sa atin. Doesn't matter kung ang boses mo, parang binabaak na kawayan. It's okay. Because you're singing for the Lord. Ganun din, sinabi dito. Now, how does all this talk about occasion said that would apply to Bergen Bible Baptist Church? Sinabi lang dito, you may be one of the rare individuals that can honestly attest to being the absolute best. Marami tayo dito sa ating sa kapatiran natin sa Bergen Bible Baptist Church. Uh, they have beautiful voices. and Maybe they are very good in teaching. Maybe they are very good in speaking. Maybe they are very good in whatever. Pero alam nyo ba? Meron tayong mga kapatiran tinitingnan niya. Sinisilip nila. And then they are trying to, to compare themselves. Parang hindi ako, ano? Hindi ko kaya yung ginagawa ni brother. O hindi ko kaya yung ginagawa ni sister. Sabi pala ng Panginoon, no. Just give what you have. Just give whatever you have right now. And remember, sinabi rin natin, kababasa lang natin, excellence is what? Excellence is the gradual thing to doing and striving to become excellent. Hindi naman yan yung isang pitik mo, excellent ka na kagad. Di ba? And I can attest to this. Uh, hindi naman, huwag naman ilalaki ng ulo ng ating mga deacons. Brother Bobby, Brother Henry, Brother Robert. Hindi naman sila yung instantly, ang galing na kagan nila magbigay ng message. So instantly, it, it, through the years, nagpatong-patong na, through the years. And sa aming mga kodikons, ang, ang, ang very qualified na magpastor si Brother Bobby. Yeah. Eh, ako, hindi pa ako pwede magpastor sa amin ko, pero si Brother Bobby, nakikita ko, pwede. Si Henry, siguro kakaya pa na isasakong bigas yan. <laughs> si, si Robert, Brother Bobby is ready. Mag-gitara, mag, 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 alam mo na, mag-minister. Mag He's complete now. He's ready. Paano nangyari yun? Hindi yun yung snap. Nakita ko yung growth ni Brother Bobby. Yung growth niya. Doon magkakasama pa kami sa Jersey City. Di ba? Mapapatunayan naman ni Brother Bobby. Not, not for anything. Na hindi sa inaano ko si Brother Bobby. Nakita ko yung transformation niya eh. 
yung growth. Amen to that. So excellence. Excellence is sinasabi niya. Understand that if you're not the best, just offer whatever best you have. Diba? And then eventually, mag-i-improve din. Mag-i-improve din. Sabi ng misis ko sa akin, sister ko, Dati hindi ka ba natatakot magsalita sa mga tao? Sabi ko, natatakot nga ako pag hindi ako pinagsasalita. Baliktad. Kasi nga, nasanay na ako. But I did not develop this gift. Yung overnight, it has to be, alam mo na, over, yung gradual, patagal ng patagal. Amen to that. And number three, lastly, excellence is affective. Very important na maintindihan dito. There's one more fact which we can lose sight of. We began by looking at a story of how one church decided to give second-rate gifts Christmas time, which is absolutely an embarrassment. We must not lose sight of the fact that when we decide whether or not we'll give God our best, that decision, listen to this, our decision to render our utmost excellence actually affects people. It affects people around us. Kasi nakikita nila. Your, nakikita nila yung attitude mo, nakikita nila yung the way you carry yourself, nakikita nila yung, yung, yung gusto mo mangyari for the ministry if you are really exerting your best. It affects them. Yeah, believe it or not, it affects them. People who may not experience a happy holiday season, depending on whether or not you give God the best of your resources, Missionaries who may or may not have funding to spread the gospel in a new area, they are affected. Children in our own community who may or may not realize that there is hope in life despite a torn home. All of these situations depend directly on our decision each day whether we give our best to the Lord. Because if we give the best of, our, the best of what we have, of the qualities that we may have, it affects the people around us directly or indirectly. Tama naman, di ba? So in other words, as we close, simply lang po message. Today or tonight, let's move from asking how little we can get by and move to an attitude of how much can I give to God instead of limiting your resources? What talent, what time and treasure do I have to share? For the building of God's kingdom, how can I begin to offer it in our ministry for Bergen Bible Baptist Church? It's time to pray. It's time to plan. And it's time to act. Let's dedicate this to our beloved pastor, Pastor Max. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you again, Lord, for reminding us that excellence in the ministry is not an option. It is actually a requirement by the Lord. Thank you, Lord, for giving us and reminding us of that thought. Thank you again, Lord, for your love. Thank you for this ministry, Bergen Bible Baptist Church, started by our dear and beloved Pastor Max. I pray, Lord, that we will continue this excellence to our uh, pastor, Pastor Sam, and also the, all the pastors in Bergen Bible Baptist Church, our co-deacons who continue to support our our pastors, our officers, our members, and the whole world. We love you. We honor you. We praise your name. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen and amen.
God bless you.